0: It's Mona Lisa and it's Intuitive Tuesday, the radio show helping intuitives, introverts, and empaths manifest the conscious and abundant life that they desire. So as you may know by now, I am a huge fan of teaching what I'm currently learning and implementing in my own life with full transparency, and this episode is no exception. Today, I'm talking about how to identify and deal with the fear of success, which is often a hidden and underlying saboteur to happiness and real lasting fulfillment. So like many of you out there listening, the past few months have been busy and very transformative for me to say the least. And it's interesting because a lot of my clients and peers have also been in the middle of some major moves, life changes and career changes. And in general, I'm sensing that a lot of people out there, as well as maybe you listening in today, um, are experiencing a shift in your life in the right direction. So myself, let me give you some background on where I've been. I actually skipped a few, I think one Intuitive Tuesday, um, a few weeks ago, because I had a minor surgery, which I'm completely now recovered from. And also last week, Mike- Michelangelo, who's my husband, and Ella, who's my Persian kitten, um, and I, we all officially moved to our dream city of San Diego. Amazing. We love it, love it, love it out here. And today, now I live in a really luxurious five-star resort style community. And I'm surrounded by palm trees and the sun. And I have an incredibly fulfilling business where I get to serve women who uplift and inspire me with their own transformations and their own stories and journeys every single day. And I literally spent (laughs) excuse me, a lot of my weekend um, lounging by the pool and part of my Monday afternoon lounging poolside and really just soaking up the life that I really created consciously. And while everything initially was falling into place and aligning, my business, my lifestyle, upcoming travel plans, my finances, my family, while this was all aligning, I found myself in the middle of moments of disbelief and intense fear. Let me know if you can relate to feeling that way, especially when things are going right. And more than once I thought, like, oh my God, do I really live here? And is this possible for me? And then I started thinking, well, what's the catch to this? Is it all going to be taken away from me? Is this too good to be true? Can I really afford to live here and live this lifestyle and sustain it? And a lot of my old money beliefs in programming came rearing its ugly head. So I started distracting myself, which many of us do, right? And mentally checked out from, and I I did the usual things that I do when I mentally distract myself and check out. So I was checking into social media and not really doing anything, just kind of scrolling. I was eating food for comfort, food for... A sense of safety. I was texting about who knows what. And I even was tempted to start playing WoW again, which stands for World of Warcraft, if you don't know about that, um, which is an online game that I was super addicted to in college and sucked away all of my time. And I found myself thinking, oh, my God, I really need to play WoW right now. And that's only a thought that comes up when I really, really want to check out and lose myself for hours. Um, And yeah, you learn a little bit more about my weird quirks every podcast. (laughs) But what I'm trying to point out here is that while I've experienced moments of presence and incredible gratitude and even bliss during the move and transition here, I I already notice that I've been distracting myself and shying away from feeling really, really good. The second it starts to feel really good, I distract myself, I ignore my beautiful surroundings, and I choose to focus on a, some minor issue or problem, like, what am I getting for dinner? Or, you know what, we need to buy hangers, and I need to go to Costco to buy those hangers because we don't have any, and I just focus on all the things I need to do, instead of taking a deep breath and seeing the life that I have really consciously created, looking outside at the palm trees around me, looking at the incredible view, right? Right? So it's funny, a funny story. I even got stuck in our elevator alone for about 10 minutes without my phone. And I was in there only, yeah, for 10 minutes. But this was right after we moved in. And it was really scary because I didn't know how to get out. I was starting to get a panic attack. And I was like, oh my God, what is going on? And I'm convinced that I manifested this. Uh, during our move because it was feeling so amazing that it was some form of self-sabotage that I was bringing in and as a side note if you ever get trapped in an elevator and find yourself panicking sit down there's a lot more it's a lot easier to breathe when you're sitting um, and breathe through it as you wait for help and there's a help button so side note but self-sabotaging is really real and I want to point out that it can make you get stuck in an elevator. And if you're like, oh my God, is that even possible? The answer is yes, it is very possible. One of my own business mentors, Marie Forleo, she talks about how she used to always get physically ill after a successful business launch. Or have you ever heard of people who've won the lottery um, and sometimes they even win more than once, which is insane, and then they shortly after become bankrupt, Maybe you've had a similar experience yourself. Think about a time when you manifested something you really wanted or when you just felt really, really good and proud of yourself. Maybe you found an amazing home or you carved out some extra time, made a surplus of money, got a raise, a promotion, a man, lost a ton of weight, experienced a really powerful meditation. And then something shortly after happened that pulled you out of your joy. Maybe you picked a fight with your spouse Had a panic attack about something, felt a lot of fear, self-doubt, felt stupid, felt embarrassed of what your friends and family might think. Uh, Maybe you check into Facebook and find some bad news or you eat unhealthy. You call an energy vampire. You do things to bring you down. So that's the fear of success in action here. So what's really going on? Why do we fall into a trap of pulling ourselves down when things go really right? And this has to do with the theory of the upper limit, which I believe I've touched on a few times before, but I wanted to dedicate an entire episode to this because it is really a sort of brainwash that we all have to keep ourselves safe. So logically, we all know that we should be enjoying ourselves. And often the underlying saboteur, the fear of success, comes out and disguises itself as all kinds of things. So if you want to get more in depth about this topic, check out the book, The Big Leap, to learn more about this concept. I'm only touching on it now in the main theory. In short, we can and often do sabotage ourselves if we feel too good. So what does feeling too good mean? And this is something that you have to ask yourself because it really varies person to person. But the idea is that we have a set point for how to feel. So many of us are familiar when it feels to go like we're going below our set point when we feel really bad or we feel really sad or we feel angry. We know how that feels. That doesn't feel how we usually feel. But what we don't realize is that we also have an upper limit to how good we can feel. So we bring ourselves back down if we feel too good. So the next obvious question then is what can we do to expand this upper limit? How do we crash the ceiling? Um, Which is what I'm assuming you want to do if you're listening to this and it's important for you to continually grow. We got to crash the ceiling. So how do we do that? So I have three tips for you after having gone through this very, very recently um, for what's helped me ground deeper into my joy. So listen to all of these tips and choose the one that resonates with you the most when your upper limit comes up or use all three. So first, I worked through a process similar to The Cure, which is a tool that I use regularly and I walk my clients through regularly to banish fears. Um, and you can get a copy of this, a free copy of the workbook at com if you haven't already pick that up. But when you do pick it up and you, when you do read into it, instead of focusing on a fear and working to release that, uh, I want you to focus on feeling good for as long as possible and let it expand into your energy field. So, when I did this the other night, I focused on myself feeling really, really good, and I allowed myself to feel that goodness I allowed myself to be filled with grace and and gratitude and joy for what I had created, and I held on to that feeling for as long as i could and it 's a bit like a, an exercise or like a muscle that you 're exercising. It gets easier as you do it. And it might sound ridiculous, like, oh, my God, I have to train myself to feel good. But yes, you do. And this is a really powerful tool to use the cure in this way. And if you're an empath like I am, it's really important for you to expand joy using this technique because empaths feel very, very deeply. We all feel I'm an empath myself. And I know from experience and from hearing about what empaths say that we feel Really, really good, and sometimes we swing and we feel really, really bad. And it can feel like we're on this pendulum that I've often heard described as both a blessing and a curse. So, if you've experienced deep sadness and deep loss in your life, these feelings can come up when you're feeling joy because it's so strong. Often, strong feelings evoke the other side of the strong feeling because they are two sides of the same coin. So, if you're an empath, especially, I want you to work through the cure in this way. Okay. So the second tool, I grounded myself in gratitude and gave a huge thank you to the universe and my angels for bringing me exactly what I wanted and more on such an amazingly fast schedule. I was like, wow, this happened. Like, I mean, I gave, I did give myself a deadline and it happened before my deadline. So give yourself a shout out to your higher power and feel the love coming right back at you and be open to receiving that love. And it also helps to write it down and get clear on exactly what you've manifested and what you're grateful for. So my last tip, the third tip, is I tuned into the visualization that I used to actually manifest the life that I have today. So when I tuned into that, I realized that all of the good feelings that i are coming up now are not foreign to me at all. In fact, I plan to feel them on purpose using my core desired feelings, which is a foundational desire map principle that I always use in my one-on-one work and I always use in my own life. And so when I remember that these are things I planted in my life on purpose and I actually felt them before, they felt more familiar. And my, and I remembered that my primary purpose and my primary intent was to feel good. And now my responsibility was to receive and allow myself to feel good. All right, light workers, that's all I have for today. I am so glad to be back and I hope that this has served you and that the next time you feel a sense of anxiety or gloom raining on your parade, you remember this episode. See you next, next Tuesday for the next episode of Intuitive Tuesday.